0: Hi everyone, the following podcast is a Direct Message Network and Podcast One Production
1: for your direct link to your favorite stars. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com/slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.
2: This is adulting like a mother, father. Thanks for tuning in to learn more. We applaud you. Now sit back, relax. So Baby, keep it pushing while we have a couple laughs. And maybe get a little mushy. But don't forget to take a deep breath. Adulting can be hard sometimes. Just take the next step. Pick the right foot up and put it in front of the left. You do this over and over and you'll be the head of the rest. And let me introduce you to the star of the show, Daniela Monet. I bet you probably heard her say,
1: Chicago, Chicago.
2: Well, now she's all grown up and got a little baby boy. His name is Gio. Dang, what a bundle of joy. We're a tribe of three, but we're building a community. So come along. It's time for some adulting.
1: Hello, adulters. Welcome to Adulting Like Mother, Father. Welcome back for all of our amazing listeners. Um, I'm Danielle Monet, the mother.
2: And I'm Andrew Gardner, the father.
1: And we're both why do you say adults
2: i don't know i think it sounds funny
1: okay um and if you're an adult or just trying to be one this is the show for you just want to let you know if the sound quality is superb we are doing this
2: yeah we built a new recording studio (laughs) it's Uh, called the car
1: the car and so far i think it sounds pretty good
2: i think it's yeah it's great it's crystal clear
1: awesome um so yeah i mean this is a good this is a good episode you guys we've got an awesome awesome guest on the show today. She's a longtime friend of mine, but you guys know her because she is just a hottie with a body. And, um, and she's an activist and she knows, you know, how to rep for all the teams. And I just love her. It is Hunter McGrady. So stay tuned for our little chat with Hunter. And, um, do we got an adulting win and fail? Do you? I sure do. Let's hear it. Oh, why are we in the car right now?
2: Uh, well
1: (laughs) no i'll tell you so okay so the adulting win is that we finally decided to get a new roof on our home now we have an older home with an older roof and we've sort of been pushing this off i mean this roof is
2: old this house was built in 41 i don't know when the roof was done when we moved in which was back in 15 they were like yeah you need a new roof and we just been pushing it off pushing it off
1: Cut to the beginning of quarantine. Um, It was really rainy and we started to have leaks in our house. Okay. So we had like (laughs) pots and pans like in a freaking movie, you know, like capturing all these leaks and we couldn't have anyone come inside of the house because we were being really safe. So finally we were just like when the weather is better and we can you know, build up the courage to spend the money on a roof, <laughs> that's what we're going to do. So yeah. we finally did it. And my fail is the fact that we have to get a roof.
2: <laughs> the fact that you have to pay for a roof. You Holy know? moly. It's one of those guys. things in your adult life that you just never want to have to do. Like it's a roof, you know, and they're not cheap.
1: Oh my gosh. They are not cheap. I mean, they are a real yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, it's great. I'm glad that we're in a position that we can like do it, and I feel grateful to have a re- legit roof over yeah, our head. 100%. So, you know, it's more of a win than it is a fail, but it sure does sting. And yeah. that's just being an adult.
2: That's part of it.
1: Wait, can I... Okay, go ahead and, with your adulting win and fail, and then I'm getting into the adulting is.
2: My adulting win... Uh, I don't think it's one thing this week. I just think uh, I'm... Developing more patience, and you made a comment about this the other day, and I really (laughs) appreciated it. Um, Yeah, it's just something I've had to work on. You know, like life throws all sorts of curveballs at you, and you got to learn how to deal with stuff. And I, you know, we we've been through our own stuff. We've had your brother with us. um, We haven't even gone
1: into that story.
2: Extended my patience, Mm -hmm. and then uh, when you have a kid who's uh, You know, it's challenging at times Like parents will understand this If you're not a parent, you might not And that's okay It uh, it definitely tests your patience And I felt like that was the one thing That I was struggling with early on And I would talk to my other dad friends about that I'm good with most stuff Until like a little mini human Is screaming at me mm-hmm. You know, over and over and over and over and over mm-hmm. um, But I feel like I'm just dealing with that Better now I'm just in my head and like literally out loud, I'm saying, yeah, I don't care. I don't care. I'll literally (laughs) tell him, I don't care, man. I don't care. And I don't know if it's the right way to do it. um, But I think as a parent, you just do whatever works. And that's, that's working for me. So I'm happy about that. So I'm developing more patience. Uh, It's not bothering me as much. And and I'm bouncing back faster. So everybody that's a parent will also understand, like you have times where you get super frustrated. Uh, And I guess prior to recently, like it might kind of throw you off for the whole day. You know, it makes a day tough, and by the end of the day, you're looking back at what's happened, and all you can remember is how challenging it was.
1: Yeah, that's not a good feeling.
2: And I feel like I'm just bouncing back from that and just letting it be what it is and moving on, and then we have, like, an amazing time in the rest of the day.
1: Yeah, it's so weird, I- how we control so much of how we feel and like our perception of the day. Cause I think very easily it can be very overwhelming when you're trying to handle, you know, all different aspects of your life, like making a living, taking care of your household, yeah. taking care of a nine month old, taking care of the dogs, like, you know, all the little things that get thrown at you along the way, it's really challenging to stay even keeled. So I noticed a huge difference this week with you in fact like you would you would take him in the morning and let me like mm-hmm. rest
2: yeah you got it good right now
1: i mean it was really nice i'm not going to lie and and what was great about it is that usually if i feel like you're taking him and i get to like benefit from it and rest i feel like i'm going to pay for it like you're going to you're going to be like hey i'm i'm done i need some like time or whatever but every time i almost felt like you were you were chill like you were like okay cool well
2: I think I've always been chill like that. I think you just looked at it wrong.
1: I don't know. Okay.
2: You know what I mean? Like I never made you pay for anything. I just was crystal clear about, hey, I need, I need this in order to be like my best self and to be present here and like take care of Gio and you. And like, this was usually, hey, I need to disappear for an hour or two to go to the gym and be back. Right. You know?
1: Yeah, I get that. Yeah. I think, like, I think I, I look at it differently, like you said. Like, I'm like, oh my gosh, if he takes Gio for X amount of time and I get to just rest and do what I need to do, to take care of me, I'm definitely going to pay for it some way or another. But I honestly, you know, it's funny. It, when it comes to like your turn and you know, I I have all my attention on him and you're doing your thing. It's never as overwhelming as it feels like it's going to be like Mm -hmm. when you have your own time, you're like, okay, I know this is running out soon. It's like the clock is ticking.
2: I feel like, I think we've talked about this before, but I feel like it's almost easier. Uh, And that's because there's something about human nature, at least for me, that Mm -hmm. when you know that you have only you to rely on, you just kick into a different gear.
1: Yes. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And on that same note, you know, you have like some stuff in the works, potentially job wise. So I've sort of been like trying to program my head for, okay, I may lose my partner in crime, you know, part of the day and I have to man up or woman up. Woman up. Woman Whoa, up. man. Yeah. Um, yeah that that was a that was a callback to Chicago Chicago mm,
2: I didn't even pick it up eh, I'm,
1: mm. a, wait, a I'm a wait I'm a woman though. in Chicago who's oh no what is it I'm a woman in Chicago oh I got to think about it
2: we're gonna have to have you do this song on here at one time because people are gonna go bananas for that oh my god that's the one, if people know you that's what they know you if, for if
1: I'm gonna do it though I'm gonna go all out like i want to be harnessed i want to fly in i want the outfit i want the curly hair i want the crutches i want it all okay
2: i get it i had this what i think is a brilliant idea and i don't know if, if um you know you have access to the rights to do it but like i say let's uh and we're just saying hi to our <laughs> our neighbor neither. tom over here oh my gosh uh, open the window for him and uh no the car's not on. <laughs> you got
1: no we're, we're podcasting. podcasting are you kidding me
2: <laughs> hey Alan we're gonna go ahead and cut this bit <laughs> I
1: noticed something
2: moving him. I was like is that the tree <laughs> no no it's just us in the escaping car. and podcasting in the car ah,
1: yeah right. this cool. is Tom our neighbor everyone welcome to the show Tom,
2: welcome to the show
1: <laughs> alright all Tom enjoy. thanks all right. we'll have a all good one thanks
2: man Anyways, Alan, we're gonna cut that whole bit.
1: No, that was so good. Don't cut it. Okay, then
2: Alan, don't cut that whole bit.
1: Oh man, Alan, Um, we miss your real face.
2: Dude, I was saying something. I just Oh. So I had this what I thought was a brilliant idea. I I don't know if you have the ability to do it for legal reasons, but I'm like, start a YouTube channel where you play the character of Trina again, but you do like everyday things.
1: Yeah, like Trina's a mom.
2: People love you as Trina. And I don't know, I mean, obviously Victorious was a big show, and and your character was, like, over the top, and people loved your comedy and whatnot, so I get it. Thank you. But, like, let's move Trina into, like, the real world, you know, a decade down the line where you're doing, like, real deal adult stuff, but as Trina.
1: Okay. I'm going to let that uh, simmer.
2: Maybe we do a poll.
1: (laughs) We do a poll. We do a poll on the Instagram. I
2: think the poll is going to be 100%. Kelly, can yes. you do a
1: poll on the Instagram? I want to know what people think about this idea. Um, do you have anything else? Do you have a fail? Because if not, let's not even do a fail if you don't have one.
2: Um, Man, the I think the uh, the first thing that pops in my mind is uh, it comes back to the roof. It's just a dirty job.
1: Oh, my gosh. We don't even need to go there. It's so dirty.
2: Just a dirty job. makes makes everything dirty. Okay. Not only that, it sounds like... Uh, there's 47 Santas mm-hmm. and uh-huh. 110 reindeer on the roof, just yes. banging away. Yep. When you're trying it, to live your life,
1: it legit sounds like the entire roof is going to cave in on us. Yeah, it sounds like, like that. Like when it feels like they're above us, like directly, I'm like, I'm gonna actually just move, just in case.
2: I do worry a little bit because the house is pretty old, and we've had leaks and stuff, and I know that like can mess with the structure of the home. Can you just imagine what that would be like? You're just sitting in your living room?
1: <laughs> let's not And then
2: the ceiling in the kitchen just comes all the way. Let's just through.
1: not let's not, and let's move on. Um I have a quick adulting is um adulting is I've said this on my Instagram story before. Adulting is carving out the time in your hectic day to jump on a redfin or a zillow and house browse. Mm. Does anyone else do this?
2: Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people do it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: It's just like this mystical little getaway in your brain. Mystical? Okay, I don't know. It's a getaway. You try it on. You're, like, walking through these homes virtually, and you're like, oh, mm, mm.
2: 100%. I think, uh, like, it's just, it's dreaming. It's dreaming. I think we all love to dream.
1: Yeah. That, I've said that. I, we said that on the last podcast, like... Just being able to have a little bit of escapism and, you know, check out and have some goals and keep dreaming. So. Yeah.
2: No, I get that because we've both been doing it. I know. That's and now, you know, like, Redfin specifically sends the emails where they've like aggregated <laughs> yeah. 10 to to 87 homes. Yeah. And you're just like, They're scroll, spot on. scroll, scroll, scroll. Oh, I like this. One. I know. Heart. And then I scroll. heart it and
1: you see my hearts and I see your hearts mm-hmm. and look at that. We're just mm-hmm. matching. Oh, it's a good time. So, if you need something to pass the time, you can finish this episode of Adulting Like a Mother Father and then scroll away on Mm -hmm. a little house shopping, house browsing.
2: Let's talk about another adulting is. Go for it. Um, And we'll we'll keep it on the same train as as carving out some time. But this time, it's about carving out some time for your physical health, Mm. which helps your mental health. And what I mean by that is we should all be moving our bodies, you know preferably for about an hour a day. Um you need to carve out that time. And if you haven't done it before, like you got to start doing it because not only does it make your body feel good. Mm-hmm. but it makes your mind feel amazing.
1: Yeah, I know.
2: You've been um and I come back to you because I feel like you've been struggling here and there and I'm like just just go work out. Go yeah. outside, go work out for even if it's for 20 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever. Like go do something. You know, it's aside from the physical bit, uh, it, it just helps clear your mind. And I know like after I'm done with a a workout, I feel like I can take on the world.
1: Yeah. It's just, it's just
2: crazy. Like how much of an impact it can have. So, yeah, especially in this weird time where, you know, we're all still kind of pent up. I mean, if, if you're doing it the safe way, Mm -hmm. um, find some time to like get on the floor there's people are doing so many free workouts oh i'm gonna share one the one that i
1: found yeah um melissa wood health she's got a great instagram she's got lives that like are free and you can just you know do them and they're quick so if you are like a parent or if you're just someone who doesn't have a lot of time or doesn't want to spend a lot of time working out these are like you know they vary from 15 minutes even less than that to like an hour and they're just really doable and really nice and i like her energy perfect yeah
2: yeah and there's just uh, i don't know why i go here and this is just based on like the experience i had playing sports and stuff like just lose the excuses right a lot of us don't have a place to go or a gym at home or whatever you don't need it put some shoes on go for a walk go for a run mm-hmm. um you got a floor do some push-ups some sit-ups yeah. uh, again there's like all sorts of workouts that people are doing for free right now that you can do on on your floor at home yeah just do it
1: yeah I agree. It's good for for all the health, mental, physical, emotional. Yep. Um, I I can attest to that. So I appreciate you making a little reminder, a little public statement, You're PSA. Um, all right. So let's show. Show. Should, <laughs> should we take a break and come back with just the most sparkly, uh, charismatic, happy energy you could ever ask for, Miss Hunter McGrady?
2: I say let's do it.
1: All right. We'll be right back more adulting like a mother father when we come back Go Macro! I love Go Macro bars. In fact, this isn't part of our ad at all, but Go Macro also just made kid bars that, even if you're not a kid, they are so, so good. I think I had the cookie dough one, and it was just amazing. It's small and yummy and bite-sized. Anyways, Go Macro has 15 mouth-watering flavors. They're packed with 100% plant-based ingredients to fuel your body and your mind. They are certified Organic. They're vegan, gluten free, kosher, non GMO, clean, raw, and soy free. And they're just honestly so delicious. And the best part about Go Macro is that they give back. They're the best for summer to snack on, throw them in your bag, go on a walk, you have a snack, it's great. Um, and they're mother owned, mother daughter owned, and they're based in a rural community their mission is to spread awareness for a balanced plant-based lifestyle with products that have a positive effect on the world. So whether you're chasing your fitness goals from home, going for a hike or braving the great outdoors or indoors for that matter, (laughs) macro bars are sure to give you the fuel you need. So get your hands on some go macros So delicious. Go to gomacro.com and use our promo code adulting for 30% off plus free shipping on all orders over $60. Use code adulting.
2: Now back to adulting like a mother father.
1: Okay, so we're here with Hunter McGrady, who's been a very longtime friend of uh, mine and my family. She's basically family. Um, what I think is so interesting is that you are so known across the world, and we both knew each other before anyone knew before it who got we were. Real.
2: <laughs> and we want to dig into like, what yeah. it was Why like. Why are you with-
1: yelling? <laughs> you just woke up. Oh, <laughs> uh,
2: my bad. I just woke up, Gio. <laughs> I want to know the story, Hunter, because she knows everything about you and I don't. And maybe some of our listeners don't. I'm sure they do. Um, But we want the story.
1: Well, I just think you have an interesting. Yeah. I would love for for you to explain how you became the model you are today and a little bit about, you know, the trials and tribulations along the way because no. No entertainment industry, um, whether you're a model, an actor, a singer, a dancer, whatever it may be, no, it's not easy for everyone. So I'm sure your journey.
0: when I've known you since like you were, gosh, probably what seventeen.
1: Yeah. Maybe even less. I don't even know. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
0: I, you know, I grew up with my both, you know, my mom was in the entertainment industry. My dad's still in the entertainment industry. I had friends in the entertainment industry. Like, you know, I was around you and you were in the entertainment industry and I was just always so enamored by all of it. And I wanted to be a part of it, but you know, at 16, Um, I was much smaller than I am now. I was about a size two. I'm six feet tall and I was 114 pounds. I I mean, looks very different than now. I'm a size 18 and six feet tall. Um, and I was, you know, really impressionable. I was a sponge as any 16 year old is, as any one, as any teenager, even beyond into your twenties, you're impressionable. And we're kind of listening to what society is telling us to be. So, you know, I was constantly struggling with wanting to be a model and trying to fit that mold um, and what that looked like. And every agency I went into, they said, you know, you're great, but you have to lose weight. You have to lose weight. You have to lose weight. Um, And this was when you were a size two. I was a size two and I was 114 pounds. I mean, literally like, and I would get, and you know, for the listeners who don't know, I was heavily bullied in high school with my best friend, Janessa, who's Daniela's cousin, which is how I know Daniela. Um, and people would say she's never going to make it as a mom. I mean, people were so brutal. So I let that get into my brain and I started believing that. And I started believing that um, you know, what these, that these words really defined me. And, um, I thought, well, I'm just, yeah, they're right. I'm, I'm not good enough to be a model because now these agents are saying the same thing. Like I totally, I, I guess they're what they're saying is true. Um, so, you know, I, I finally booked a photo shoot and I showed up on the job and they turned me away. They said, God, we didn't realize how big you were. What? We just don't think you're going to fit into our garments and they were t-shirts. So oh. like the end of my, what I thought was going to be the end of modeling for me, I was like, no way, no how this is, I'm done. I'm over it. Um, Fast forward to lots of therapy, lots of self-love, lots of really learning about who I am and what I can bring to the world. I learned about plus size modeling. And I was about 19 years old when I learned about it. I saw this cover of Italian Vogue, and there were three plus size models who are now like really good girlfriends of mine, Candace Hafine, Lynn and Robin Lolly. And I was like, I look like them and I want to be like them. So so I got into the plus modeling world and, um, at 21, I was in sports illustrated for the first time and just shot my
1: fourth season with them.
0: So it cool. kind of evolved really quickly.
1: Yeah, very quickly. So when you decided to pursue plus size modeling, what size were you?
0: I was about a size 12, 14. However, in New York standards, anything above a size six is considered a size.
2: Wow. And, I have no idea what that means, but I'm, Well, I'm let me give get, let me <laughs> give you
1: let me give you some reference. Um I before getting pregnant, I was probably like comfortably a size 2, probably at my very smallest, maybe a size 0 for like a second after like before a meal, but like I've always sort of been between like a 2 and a 4. Okay. And I think probably postpartum now, I'm probably between like I don't even know, a, f- a 4 and a 6. And to think that I could be, you know, it's just like And not that there's anything wrong with it. It's just kind of a weird, it's kind of a weird thing to, I feel like plus size modeling is a or plus size is a weird label. Uh Uh-huh.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: I think that's the weirdest thing is like the label
0: behind it. Cause for me, it's like, okay, I'm doing exactly the same thing as everybody else is doing. We're flying the same, we're on set the same, we have the same craft services, you know, everything is the same, you know? So I think the label is so bizarre to me. So I was, I did Ryan Seacrest, I think last year and we were in studio and he was like, yeah, you know, for me, Like, you don't go, oh, um, short host, uh, American Idol's short host Ryan Seacrest, right? Like, you don't say these things. Like, that's just... So, you know, getting over the label is something I think society is still having... um, Hard time with it's funny. I posted this thing yesterday in 2017 when I first did Sports Illustrated. I was the curviest girl in the magazine at that time, however, through the years in the last three years, they have picked up that um, curviest model in Sports Illustrated to now curviest model ever, Hunter McGrady. And I'm like, this is the way though that media brainwashes us and they trick people and they take these clickbait. And they string it down a line and we don't know really what we're reading, right? We're like,
1: uh, is this the truth? Is this like, where along the lines is this? Wow. Gosh, yeah. there's so much there. I mean, how do you, how do you feel about the whole um, industry as a whole? Like if you could paint a perfect picture of what it looks like without offending yourself or anyone else in it, you know, what, what would it look like? I
0: think just so much more diversity. You know, for me, it's like uh, the last two, two New York Fashion Weeks, I've taken a stance and not attended any shows, any um, parties, anything that wasn't diverse. And I had to turn down like some of my dream runway shows dream because these designers weren't creating things, um, a for anything past the size, larger, extra large, or if they did, they weren't using plus models.
1: Um, and I'm just, Mm. so they have the option, but yeah, (laughs) it's so weird, but they wouldn't showcase it. It's like, they're not something. Yeah. It's interesting.
2: So I I have an observation and I want you to know, I, I guess I want you to affirm it or knock it down. Um, It kind of sounds like even at this point now, the traditional models, however you want to look at that, and the plus-size models are two totally separate things, and you guys are not – like people within each of them are not treated the same. Would that be accurate?
0: Yes. I mean I think that there's – you know, at, for a plus size model, I think things are, are changing little by little and we're like inching at it. But, you know, there's still preferential treatment, you know, and there's still um, plus models are just fighting their way through. And this isn't even, this is just like diversity in general diversity on film, diversity in TV, diversity on the radio, like whatever it is, um, diversity in our stores, like, you know, if, if I'm going into a shop, I want to see diversity. Um, I think change is a really hard pill for a lot of people to swallow, and it's scary. And so taking that step is like hard for them.
2: Okay, that's really interesting. Like I always like to look at the big picture. And again, I, w- I want you to um, confirm whether or not this is true. Going back to 2017, which was your first year in Sports Illustrated, right? Yeah. I feel like at that point in time, there was this massive wave of Plus size models in the media. Like it, it was like there was just a bang around it. Has that tapered off now and things are kind of going back to what they were beforehand? <laughs>
0: I don't know if it's tapered off as much as it's kind of gone steady. I mean, granted, Sports Illustrated like breaks that barrier and that glass ceiling every single year. I mean, last year we introduced um, Halima Aiden into the issue, who was the first woman, um, you know, who wore a burkini. And we introduced Winnie Harlow, who has Vitilago. Like, they have really pushed the envelope to say, hey, listen, you. You know, beauty is is subjective and, you know, what you think is beautiful may not be what someone else thinks is beautiful. So for us to narrow that down and to say, this is what's beautiful, this is what's going to be, this is what's going to sell... It's just archaic, you know, and so I think, you know, I thank God every day for people like Sports Illustrated who really are changing that, that ground for, for so many and they have opened up. I mean, they started Ashley Graham. They, you know, she, once she was on the cover, people were like, oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. That's like, my eyes are really open now and that has to continue and more brands I think have to jump on that, you know, and, and take note. Yeah. Sure,
1: I have some questions. I I don't even know how to word them because I'm so bad with this stuff. But it's like, <laughs> I want to know what kind of like, no, what kind of like, negative. Backlash? do you get as a plus size model and someone who, you know, you're not just a plus size model. I mean, you're drop, you're gorgeous. You're drop dead gorgeous. You've always been and you know how to work a camera and you know, you have a personality, you have a voice, you are an activist, um, you know, above all, I would say. Um, what kind of backlash do you feel like you've, you've had?
0: Oh my God. I mean, literally anytime I post anything in regards to my body, it's, especially when sports illustrated posts it's you know nothing about sports there's nothing sports about you you're a whale you're promoting obesity you're do, you're you're fat you're you know this is so unhealthy um I get so much negativity regarding my body. And the truth of the matter is, is that I've never been healthier now in my life than when I was a size two, you know, working out is something I do every single day. My husband's vegan. We eat mostly vegan. Like, you know, we live a very healthy lifestyle. And again, that is because for so long we've been brainwashed to believe that like weight equates health or, you know, and, and I think that that's such a misconception. And um, that's such a stigma that needs to be shattered as well. And, um, you know, I think people just think, oh, well, she's a plus model. She just gets to sit around all day and uh, make money that way. And it, it's such BS because it couldn't be further from the truth. If anything, we have to work double to, you know, keep up. And, you know, my body is so important to me. And just because looks different doesn't mean i'm you know less worthy of success or you know love or feeling confident or feeling beautiful Mm -hmm. you know
1: no I, i i couldn't i i totally hear you on that and i think what's interesting is you know even for myself you look at these models and again like i am i'm the furthest thing from a fashionista okay i'm the furthest thing from someone who even follows um Like, I I don't, I'm not super familiar with the careers of a lot of popular models. I'm just like not in that space. Um, And I think part of that goes back to just me feeling like I don't have a full understanding of, of the industry and all the work behind the scenes. I think I know a little bit more through your lens because I see you post about it and you're very transparent. But I think for other people listening or watching this, um, they may have that same idea that a thinner model works so hard to have the the job that they have. And not that that makes it right or wrong, because in my opinion, no one should be working that hard to stay that thin for someone's entertainment or for some quote unquote beauty look. Um, but it's interesting because we are having to undo so many of these beliefs and thoughts we've been you know, I guess, program to, to think. And it, it really bothers me because I also come from, you know, a world where I care about, you know, health, well-being, my own personal body, maybe not so much now, but I did at one point. <laughs> but it is important for me to look and feel a certain way. And I'm constantly having to tell myself to just be gentle.
0: Well, and that's, you know, so I have a question for you. Don't you think that, like, after you had geo don't you look at your body in such a different light now instead of like the way it looks as opposed to like what it did and can do like you're you literally not only made a child you housed a child you birthed a child and you fed a child for x amount of months i I don't know if you're still breastfeeding but you know yeah
1: it's like wow that is crazy to think
0: yeah i'm really
1: i'm really glad you brought that up I 100% do and I think I struggle with feeling different if that makes any sense because I liked that I cared a lot prior to having him. I liked that it kept me routine and it kept me active and it kept me challenged um and it, I struggle with not having that same fire in me today. And I think you're right like I remember specifically a week after having him, I thought I looked like a skinny little beezy. (laughs) Okay. I was like, I look amazing. It was like something changed the chemistry in my brain. I'm like, my body is the most magical thing that does everyone's body do this. This is fantastic. Like it literally shattered my brain. (laughs) So I understand. I understand. It's the
0: way that we think, you know, I always... Put this quote out there and it's, you know, um, have you ever taken a photo and, and during the time thought, oh my God, I look so bad. I'm not posting this. This is horrendous. I never want to see it again. Then you look back at that photo years later and you go, Oh my God, mm-hmm. I look so good. I look so beautiful. So that just goes to show like it's never our body. It's never the way that we look at is the issue. It's the way that we think about ourselves in that moment. No, yeah. it's it's that's that's so- a
2: phenomenal point. I'm so glad you said that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you probably now look at Daniela and you're like, Oh my god, you freaking like <laughs> what a goddess, like you literally housed our child and, and, and made this child and are feeding this child with your body. Like, you know, the way I know for my husband, I, we have a nine-year-old and he's like, I remember that moment. I mean, she's not mine. She's my stepdaughter, but he's like, I remember that moment of just thinking, wow, I think about bodies a lot different now too. You know, whether you have a child or not, they're pretty mm-hmm. incredible.
2: Yeah. hundred percent. I, I couldn't agree more with, with him on that one.
1: All right, everyone, sit tight, and we'll be right back for some more Adulting Like a Mother Father.
2: Yo, where are my LaCroix fans at? Uh, by this point, you know I'm a LaCroix boy, okay? There's there's no reason that you wouldn't. Uh, LaCroix sparkling water, right? It's basically the best water on the planet. Uh, it delivers refreshment, flavor, and sparkle with an innocent twist of zero calories, zero sweeteners, and zero sodium. <sighs> There are now 27 LaCroix flavors, so you're going to have a hard time working through them, uh, and you're going to have an easy time keeping it interesting, which I always like to do. Uh, Here's some cool stuff. LaCroix sparkling waters are gluten-free, vegan, kosher, and non-GMO, Whole30 approved, and environmentally friendly. LaCroix cans are sustainable and recyclable, and they're the first on the market to be produced without BPA liner.
1: That's right. So enjoy LaCroix Sparkling Water, a healthier alternative to you and your lifestyle. You can check them out for the full list of retailers at LaCroixWater.com or follow them on social at LaCroix Water. Alright guys, we're back. Here's Adulting Like a Mother Father.
2: Because you said that, I want to jump into that real quick and then we'll step back because I have some more questions for you. But what is it like for you taking on that role as a stepmother?
0: You know, it is something that I don't think I was prepared for, but it's been so fun and so beautiful. Um, I really, really lucked out with my stepdaughter. She's like the coolest chick ever. She. I have friends who can't say it quite the same, you know, and I think that that's... Um, you know, breaks my heart because I know it's a thankless job. At the end of the day, you kind of have to create that boundary. You are not their mother, so you can't take that role. And I never want her to feel like I have that role or I'm trying to take over that role. Um, you know, I'm there to be her sounding board. I'm there to be her support. I'm there to be her confidant. Um, you know, and she's just, she's a really cool chick. And, you know, I think, it's great because brian's really open to things that i have to say about you know the way that we raise her over here and he really allows that which i think is amazing and we we parent the same which i think is so important
1: Mm -hmm.
0: right i mean you guys know right yeah oh yeah you have to be like on the same page because it's like, you know, one person says no, the other person says yes. You're like, okay, now she's not going to respect when I say no. You know, it's like it's a domino effect.
2: 100%. <laughs> yeah, no,
1: we totally get it. We totally get it. And, and Gio's only six months. So um, do, you guys, do you guys talk about having a family of your own? a blended family? Yeah, I thought so. I mean, of course I had to ask, but I I know you well enough to know that answer.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm like biting at the bit every day. I'm like, so, I mean, right now I, I, you know, I'm kind of at the height of, you know, I'm really busy right now. So, um, but I, I also don't think that, you know, that, should stop anyone. I think that women can have it all. You can be busy and be a mother. You can be working and be a mother, or you could be a stay-at-home mother. Like you can do it however you want. So, but I think eventually we will, we'll get there.
1: Oh, you'll get there and you'll figure it out. Um, yeah. For me particularly, like I felt like I was able to do pretty much anything prior to having him, even while I was pregnant. And the challenge now is, is prioritizing because I, don't have that same eagerness. Like I much rather hang out with him and care for him. And he's just such a handful and he takes up so much energy of mine that I'm like, I don't really, it's just such a, tra- how are you so guys doing him. in quarantine
0: with it? Cause he is only six months and now you are like, yeah. I know Andrew, like you have your business and no. you know, you guys are both like doing your own thing. How are you guys doing in quarantine now being together for s- so many hours a day and being like a full time, Yeah hands on, like, you're, like, 24-7.
1: She's well. She's asking because she knows. <laughs> she's asking because she well, can read uh, me. <laughs> I'll say
2: this: you, you gotta go and listen to today's episode of Adulting Like a Mother Father. We'll, we'll fill you. No, in. <laughs> it's just it's a lot,
1: Hunter. It's so much. Like yeah. we literally sit down for these, like while he's an, asleep, and it's our, our really our only downtime without him. And we use it up to try and get as much work done as possible. And then yeah. the second he goes to bed at night, which now is six thirty, because I need more nighttime to work and clean and like take care of myself, himself it's the whole thing. So it's it's a juggle. Um Yeah, the res- truth
2: is it's just a lot. Like I'm sure you've been around babies your whole life. Yeah. Oh, when yeah, when it's is. your own it's it's just so different because when it's not yours at the end of the day or whenever you're tired you can walk away. Yeah, exactly.
1: And you know my family. Like, my family would be... We don't have... We never had, like, a nanny or a babysitter prior to quarantine. But my family was so helpful. You know, even once a week was a huge help for us. And now we don't have that leisure as well. So it's been... It is so fascinating. I've
0: been, I mean, I've been commending moms and dads and, you know, uh, I have a dad that lives behind us right now and the wife is still working from home and he got laid off of his job. So now he's had to really kick in and be like the full time hands on dad. And he's like, you know, it's chaos, but it is has really given me appreciation for my kids and like i never would have spent this time with my kids but it's chaos he's like you know this i was thrown into this so it's it's really crazy
1: no we feel it and we only have one and he's only six or seven months now so
2: dude yeah i've said like for anybody that has more than one i just i don't know how they do it and that's the
1: thing is we just do it that's why when you say like you're waiting for whenever is right for you guys you will figure it out that's the beauty of it all it doesn't look always beautiful on the outside but you you just end up figuring it out you get through the day you lay down at night and you go holy moly what just happened and we have but to do it all
0: over
2: totally. i totally understand the mindset because i think we were in the same place yeah. we, we had talked about it for years and it was almost like it never felt like it was the right time and it was almost like um i don't want to say a mistake because that's the wrong word but like a mistake had to happen for us to just like let go and say okay we're going for the ride
1: he still believes it was a mistake i very well knew what was going on <laughs> <laughs> me. okay wait i want to jump ahead to what you're working on right now because i'm so impressed um by this new collection because your company or whoever you're working with sent me a few of the pieces of all worthy um your new fashion line or you're now officially a recognizable designer um partnering with qvc um he's not crying i don't think is he Um, But anyways, I I think what you're doing is obviously so cool for many reasons, but I really appreciate the quality... The ethical impact you're making um, and the activism side of it all with with all worthy. So tell us how this all came about.
0: Yeah, so I um, I have a clothing line, All Worthy. It's out on QVC.com right now. I go on air May first, um, and it's you know it's something that I've had a passion for for so many years. I wanted to to get my feet wet in you know the fashion industry in some way. I just didn't know where to start. So we had talked to a few other companies, but none really really aligned with my values and I really wanted to create something that was inclusive and mainly size inclusive that, you know, I always said, I want to be able to shop with my girlfriends who are a size two and are a size 22 and we can wear the same garment because nothing is worse than being like, Oh my God, that's so cute. Where'd you get that? And you can't, you can't Mm -hmm. buy it, you know? Good point. Yeah. And that's the reality, you know, for so many women who are, you know, above a size 14, most places don't offer you know that and um oh my god what a special special
1: (laughs) moment not wearing any garments right now oh (laughs) my god how am i supposed okay for the view for the
0: listeners geo just came on and my if my ovaries weren't bursting before now they are
1: Oh, you're gonna make the most beautiful children, inside and out. When I say beautiful, I mean just human beings. Oh,
0: scrumptious! Um,
1: So, yeah, I created
0: All Worthy, and you know, we the the I didn't want to compromise quality. So we really dove deep into fabrications and different styles and cuts. And we really wanted to make sure we were, we were making quality pieces. Um, and that goes down to even our basic, um, tank tops. And then we also have jeans coming, which are sustainable and amazing. And, um, you know, for each piece of my line, I always ask, you know, what's the alternative and can I feel that? Or if they have that available, I I always want to try to make pieces more eco-friendly. Um, because I know how, you know, fast fashion places, it's really detrimental to, you know, a, a lot of us and it's a domino effect. And, um, so if I can do that in any way, you know, I'm so happy to do
2: so.
1: I just like when there's people behind brands that are even thinking along those lines because the first rule of thumb in sustainability is is having pieces longer than maybe a trendy moment. And with the quality of the stuff you got, you sent me, like this is stuff that will outlive me that you can literally like keep and and hand down and so on and so forth so that like even if you don't tick all the boxes in terms of like oh where is your fabric getting you know wherever it's produced or whatever it may be like sustainability is so much broader of a conversation now and and sometimes it really just comes back down to like where are you spending your money is this going to be something you care about and you take care of and you keep for a long time so that it doesn't end up in a landfill in you know five minutes
0: And that's that's you know what? you just said it perfect there. I think that's the conversation people need to be having. is like, okay, when you buy a shirt that's gonna rip in you know one wear, then that's just a constant cycle. and, and it's like that's not good for anybody, you know. And um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think you know, with everything happening right now, especially, I've had a really new appreciation that like we really need to to take care of our earth a lot more we've been seeing what happens when we kind of step away from the chaos and a lot of beautiful things happen and um it's really made me kind of rewire
2: a lot of the ways that I'm thinking you know
1: i think we all are right
2: yeah that's super cool i'm, I'm glad that i'm glad your heads in that space
1: you're just moving the mic yeah, as sure. you talk. <laughs> Andrew's like podcast. One, I'm podcast so one hundred and one, but he <laughs> the second he speaks, Hunter, it's like his hand. I don't know where he finds things, yeah. but it's like in his hand. My and he's body listen. Body. It's okay during quarantine.
0: I I discovered my husband's a whistler.
1: <laughs> I'm like
2: oh fun. Yeah, that's good.
0: <laughs> Wait, like when? When is all he all day whistling? long? All day. I'll be in my. I'll be like in a Zoom, and they'll be they'll be like. Is, they'll be like is your sound okay and I'm like oh my god that's my husband I'll be like texting him on the side please stop whistling like I, I discovered this yeah, in I quarantine stop, please stop whistling
2: yeah what's he whistling does he have his own melody or his own
0: his voice sometimes voice it's song? like a biggie song sometimes it's, so it's nice. just that's it's cool. a wide array it is it is cool if you're it, you know in the I mood for it, a whistle love. but yeah I think we'll all find out little things from Mark.
1: Our- too much, <laughs> too, much. Little. too much yes way too much yes <laughs> No, it's perfectly fine. All sunshine and, and rain. Yeah.
2: <laughs> pretty, like I'm pretty perfect aside from the fact that I fidget when we podcast. Outside of that. Oh yeah. There's that's
1: day. it. Yeah. <laughs> um I have a I have just a selfish quest- question. Um we obviously had to like cancel Janessa's baby shower. Are you going do you think that we are tentatively looking to do it in July? I think the end of July. I'll be there. Um, I don't know what your schedule is like, but yeah,
0: are you kidding? The moment I can hop on a plane, anytime, <laughs> any way, or anyhow, I'm going to be there because also I want to snuggle Gio and I want to snuggle Janessa's baby. That's why
1: I was saying I was like, I just want, I just know because you are just. And by that point, who knows? Maybe you'll be with Chai.
0: Oh child. my God, let's hope, right? <laughs> <laughs> let's put that
1: out there. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, uh, I, yeah. Sorry, you just, just quickly. Um, get closer to the mic. So you're not screaming. <laughs> the I light love light. this. I love you too.
2: <laughs> um, before we let you go, I-, I like to ask sort of like some drop the mic questions. Cause I-, I like, um, going a little deeper. So I'm sorry to put you on the spot. This is a little random kind of goes back to your career journey. Um, yeah. One of the questions I like to ask people is what's the biggest risk you feel like you've ever taken?
0: Oh that is a really really good question. Um I think moving to New York City was what my biggest risk. I really uprooted and left everything i knew everything i loved um i if if you know you know me and if you don't know me i'm super close with my family like i don't even go five minutes without talking to my sister and uh, moving to new york was like a very very big risk but i just knew that that's where i had to be to um you know make my dream happen and make my career happen
2: did um I totally understand that because that's, I have a similar story moving to LA, but. Did you have stuff lined up already or were you like this is where I need to be nothing. if this is nothing? I
0: had nothing. I knew nobody. All I knew was rent was expensive. I had some savings <laughs> and after, you know, that those savings went, I was like, "Oh, I better get get cracking, you know, cuz and I thought this really grand way. I was like, "Oh, I'm going to live in Manhattan. I'm going to be like Carrie Bradshaw." And then I realized once I lived in Manhattan that, you know, $3,700 a month on rent goes pretty quick. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, and uh I didn't have anything. So, you know, I remember Will Smith once saying he w- once saying he was like if you have a plan B you'll go back on your plan B. Go into everything with the plan A and you have to make that plan A happen and that's like yeah. was in the back of my mind.
2: Oh shoot. Good for you. That's incredible. Thank you. Over
1: here. I know, yeah. I know. Well we'll it's be back like, in California. Selfishly, like, I, I completely understand. You know, I feel lucky that I grew up in a place where I could pursue some sort of career. You yeah. Know? Um, and I get that New York is the right fit for you. I just wonder, like, you know, w- when you create your empire, because you're doing that now, Do you see yourself and your family or your future family living on the West Coast? 100%. Brian and I
0: talk about that all the time. I'm like, I will be back on the West Coast. We will be raising
1: our family there once Sadie's old enough to... Because your mom would not want to be away from that little one. So
2: uh, hold on. It's it's safe to assume that you're in New York (laughs) right now, right?
0: I'm in New York right now. Yeah.
2: Okay. Because girl, you come a long way because that closet size is probably the size of that $3,700... It doesn't matter. But
0: yes, still. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We listen, I came a lot I came from a, a a apartment that was if not smaller than this place. This was an office at first and to now here, you know, it's just it's like I definitely came a long way. But yeah, we're right
1: outside New York in a house. She lives in like a Hallmark house. I have to show you a picture yeah, if I haven't shown you do. already. It's yeah. it's beautiful. It's like a perfect Oh my
0: god, your guys' house is like perfection. Every time I'm like, "Oh, that kitchen those meals." Oh, oh.
1: gosh. We've done well, a little we can with literally we've sit done where a lot with at a little right space. I
2: touch every wall in
1: the <laughs> I <house>. love it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, one one more. I'm oh, sorry cuz okay, This is what I do. Dog I keep here. people way too long. <laughs> so, you dropped your biggest risk. Was there a moment where you felt like you made it?
0: um sports illustrated that was like the highlight it was that was a moment um the moment that came out my my life really really changed like almost the time it came out about you being naked Uh, yeah and I was literally naked with body paint for the first time ever and I was like wow talk about really like putting myself out there here I am
1: for the world (laughs) um so cool it's so empowering I hope um, I hope anyone listening just feels. First of all, I mean, for me at least, I feel better in my skin. Not that I really needed to, because I feel pretty comfortable right now. Girl, I no, should a up by a seven-month-old. I
2: think what she's saying is you exude confidence. Yeah,
1: oh, thank you. We could you. all
2: use a little bit of that, myself for sure so um i appreciate you being like that because it takes like you're just on a different level and i'm gonna gonna grab some of that through the screen
0: oh i love that thank you guys that means so much to me you have no idea
1: yeah well we love you hunter love you guys literally trying to like reach for you he
0: hears me he knows oh god i
1: can't wait to just give that little those rolls a little kiss. Yeah. Well, congrats on All Worthy. We um, are your biggest fans here on the West Coast, Um, your family over here. And I'm excited for all the things to come and to raise little families together.
0: Oh, me too, you guys. This was so fun. Thank you so much. This is amazing. Listen, I'm looking at it and I'm ready for it. I'm
1: sweating. Okay. I love you. And um, good luck with the rest of your press tour. Thanks, guys. Bye.
2: Bye. See you, Hunter
1: more adulting like a mother father when we come
2: back guys did you know right now geico is offering an extra 15 percent credit on car motorcycle and rv policies that's 15 percent on top of the money geico could already save you so what are you waiting for your dog to make breakfast in bed <laughs> with belgian waffles and a fresh fruit compote and eh, no as nice as that sounds that's probably never gonna happen But at least there's never been a better time to switch to Geico. Save an extra 15% when you switch by October 7th. Visit Geico.com to learn more.
1: Welcome to the Related Podcast. My name is Carly Bible. And my name is Amanda Bible. And we are two sisters that are obsessed with inner and outer beauty and everything in between. We hope to inspire you and bring you behind the scenes to discuss all things related to our lives. And nothing is Is off limits. (laughs) You can download new episodes every Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Podcast One.
2: now back to adulting like a mother father
1: and we're back so i'm so glad that we had the chance to talk to hunter and obviously she's got a lot going on um she is just i mean She's come a long way and she's had to work really hard to get where she is. And I think it's just inspiring. And I'm I'm personally a big fan of All Worthy. I think that the stuff that I have of hers is like solid quality. It's
2: super soft. Right? Yeah.
1: I mean, you're saying that because we watched her QVC video too. Oh,
2: yeah, we did do that. <laughs> good job, Hunter.
1: Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's good quality. And I like to hear that she's like consciously making decisions as like a, you know someone in the fashion industry because it's it's a hard industry it moves very fast and i think um it's important to be someone who understands kind of all aspects and you can like make smart decisions along the way and i yeah, think yeah 100% that. and
2: i think um you know with any business but clothing specifically you know obviously it's, it has a lot to do with the clothes but it has more to do with the message behind it and yeah. uh i think the message that she's spreading in terms of self-worth uh, and appreciating what you have like, All are, are amazing. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, no better time yeah. than now. Totally. Um, well, I'm glad that, that we talked to her. I'm glad that we were able to share with our listeners a little bit more about her. Yeah.
2: And I want to say this. Yeah. You know, I've, I've been around her plenty of times at this point and like we've had short interactions, but I've never sat and talked to her like that. She's just a really good person. Yeah. She's like, her very mature. crazy.
1: Dude, when my cousin and her were, were friends in school, I used to be almost intimidated by them because I thought that they were so mature for their age. Yeah. I And I, I'm I've like five years older than them, you know, and at the Some time when you're young and you're in your teens, like you feel like you're a lot older, but yeah. they just had their stuff together. And she's just sort of um, led with a lot of confidence. And that goes to show you that confidence can get you very far i mean obviously you have to have the will and the motivation and the the i guess the desire as well but you know it takes a lot to get to where you are and she shows you that confidence helps
2: yeah 100 (laughs) percent. it's also who you surround yourself with right and i think she's got some pretty good connections that she you know like in her family and and the friends that she surrounded herself with but at the end of the day she yeah she's the one that's been putting in the work Mm -hmm. she's the one that's been doing the promotion um yeah. yeah, she's just out there killing it. So, yeah, I just wanted to say like how easy it was to to talk to her. Yeah, like, she's just one of those people that,
1: except for the sound glitches.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, aside <laughs> from the technical Zoom issues. life
1: is, uh, it's getting to me. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have minimized my my time on Zoom. I sadly. Um, Said that I was done with my mommy and me classes because they were via zoom and those were nearly an hour and a half to two hours sometimes And I just felt like I was sitting in front of my computer screen for too long So
2: don't you feel like like, okay, I feel Like I'm not a human after a while like I'm some sort of robot and I'm just Like when you think about it, if you take yourself out of your body and like look at the experience You're this person that's just sitting in one place.
1: That's how I was like
2: an hour looking at a screen Talking to somebody who's talking to you back on a flat screen
1: 100% It's so weird It's so weird And I think what really for me at least sealed the deal Was when I would say bye as I was like literally closing it Something about the action of closing their Mm -hmm. faces And then it being shut and the sound being gone And I'm just looking at this like metal flat thing
2: Yeah then you're just sitting in a quiet room
1: Literally it made me realize like I think I'm good Like I think I need to just like distance myself From as much zooming as possible for now which yeah. I know is tricky because if you are, you know, alone or away from your family, <laughs> well, you know, it's
2: tricky. Is we have three of them. Oh, I know. Shortly,
1: I know, I know. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's a really cool tool. Like, For and obviously, sure. we're gonna we're gonna keep using it, and like, we're only gonna use it more and more. But when you really look at it, it's kind of a weird concept.
1: It sure is. You know. Yeah. Hopefully we can get a lot of the sound stuff figured out. Yeah, sure. Man, a lot Wi-Fi. of that
2: has to do with, like, internet connections. Yeah, I know. It's I know. out of your control.
1: Oh, my gosh. All right, guys. Well... Thank you again for listening to Adulting Like a Mother Father. We so appreciate all of your support. You guys really make this worth our while. And we come back to the table every week to hopefully offer some sort of insight or motivation or interesting conversation or just real life adult conversations that I think just need to be had sometimes. So we appreciate you supporting us and hopefully you, you took something away from our episode and we'll be back next week.
2: That sounds great. And if you're liking what you're hearing or you don't like what you're hearing, let us know. Go on uh, Apple Podcast, leave us a review, or let us know on uh, the IG page. But we love hearing from you guys. So give us your feedback, whether good, bad, indifferent. doesn't matter. We like it all. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it. Have a great week.
1: Yeah. We'll see you next time. But we won't see you. You will hear us. Yeah. Okay. okay. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Adulting Like a Mother Father. New shows drop every Tuesday on the Direct Message Network on Podcast One.